Welcome back inside of this week's episode of Trash Chatter. I'm your host, Victoria Conway. Pleased to be joined by John from Eco Clean Can. He services parts of the southern suburbs in Chicago, Illinois. John, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for making some time to join us this week. I know we're excited to get to some of the questions, and I want to start by asking you, you started your journey in 2019. How did you discover trash bin cleaning? Yeah, it's kind of a strange story. I've always been on top of cleaning my cans. And randomly, I think it was on TikTok or something, my son actually saw a video and he showed it to me. And I was kind of stunned that it was a business, you know, something that was out there. So I kind of looked into it and thought it would be a great opportunity because nobody around me was doing anything like that. That's awesome. So does your son try to take some credit for the entire business? Oh, yeah, totally. He takes all the credit, but uh, he didn't put any money up for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where it really counts, right? It's one thing to have an idea, another thing to act on it. When you first started, John, what were some of your initial experiences? Was this your first business you ran? What's your background? Uh, I have a background in business. I have another business. It's a rehearsal facility uh, in the city of Chicago for musicians to practice in. Uh, so I have somewhat of a business background. Um, I kind of looked into it, crunched the numbers, you know, you get a, it's so new, it's so hard to get actual numbers. So it's very hard to forecast and very hard to figure out exactly what your growth is going to be, what the demand is going to be. So for this company, it's been a lot of learning as you go. So far throughout your journey of almost three and a half, almost four years, what's been your favorite part about owning a business? Well, with this, it's very customer oriented. So you have a lot of customer context. You know, you're seeing 70 or more customers a day. You know, those are opportunities for connections that will go into new customers. So just meeting so many different people, it's been pretty amazing. And like little stories, people are always talking to us. Uh, you know, I had, get random texts. Uh, we got a text the other day. Uh, lady texted me that she was about to throw her yogurt cup into the can and she stopped and grabbed and threw it in a bag before she threw it in the can because she's like, I felt so bad. I didn't want to make the can dirty. <laughs> it's incredible when you see people pay that much attention to their trash bins. It means they love the service and are happy that they have clean bins for sure. As you've started this journey, when you began, were you an owner operator? Did you hire a driver? What was your thought process with that? Yeah, when I started, I started with the day of service. So I would work and then go out in the evening and take care of the customers that were going. Uh, that quickly grew to needing to get somebody. And then we transitioned to day after service because the scheduling for us particularly is just so much easier. We still will take some day ofs if we need to or we can you know, work the schedule, but it's pretty difficult to do that when you're completing as many jobs as we are a day. What was that transition like for your clients? Did you get any pushback when you switched to next day service? Not really, because a lot of times we were going out there and most people don't know exactly when their cans are emptied. So we were asking for an estimate and then we're bouncing from one place to another place. Then we're coming back around. So they kind of felt bad, you know, like, oh, they're, you know, we're getting messages. Sorry, they're running late today. So for them, it's just easier. And we've had some pushback, but people, I mean... We're there the next day. It's not like they're, they can't throw out garbage for days at a time or anything like that. And we start early and we try to get everybody done in a reasonable amount of time. We're not out there at all hours of the evening where they are not able to use their cans to get rid of their waste. One question we get a lot is how do you even find out 
when trash is being picked up. How'd you go about that? Did you follow the trash trucks? Did you ask word of mouth? How was that with trying to determine what time you guys can get there in a safe amount of time to where the trash bin's empty? Well, now we're day after, so we don't have to worry about that. Originally, though, we did rely on the customer's input for that. And it was pretty difficult because within the same city, there's multiple different times. Some people in one city, they're picked up at six or seven in the morning. And just a half a mile down the way, it's three o'clock. So you really are putting on a lot of miles, bouncing back and forth to try to get those types of, you know, customers done if you're going to stay with the day of service, which we uh, don't except for a rare occasion now. And now as you've grown, you have drivers, you have three trucks in your fleet. What's one of the most important traits that you want from one of your employees? Well, we're extremely customer focused. We go above and beyond. We make sure that the customer is happy. I mean, my, I have a guy that's been with me for a few years now. His name's Tony. He is unbelievable. Customers have his personal cell number and we have some elderly communities and he will call me and say, Hey, uh, my GPS may be a little bit out. You know, a customer called me and asked if I could put their garbage cans out for them or, you know, it's that type of commitment to the customer that we have. And I'm like, Tony, don't, don't even worry about it. You know, if they need anything, go ahead. And if you can help, help. I don't care where that truck is. You know, we're all about being a part of the community, not just a, a business that's in the community. Speaking of the community, how's the public feedback been to EcoClean Can? Well, like anything that's a new service, you know, at first there was a lot of, you know, not so much pushback, but you always get the people making comments, whether it's on Facebook or even coming up to the drivers, like, People pay for this. You know, this is crazy. But then once they see it in action, you know, we've had calls. I had a, a son called in. He said, I have to call in because my mom had the service and I used to give her a whole lot of crap for this. And he goes, and then I was there one day when they did it. He goes, I couldn't believe it. And he goes, so I'm signing up and I just, I had to call and say it. I wanted you to know you won me over. I'm so impressed with this service. That's awesome. One time I was out cleaning bins and a guy pulled out his hose and started cleaning it. And I was like, you, you enjoy your hose and we'll be done in about two more seconds and you enjoy your next 30 minutes to an hour cleaning bins. So it is interesting winning people over. And I give that guy credit for giving you a call because it's kind of hard to admit when you're wrong. Um, as you've been growing the business, John, what do you think are some of the challenges you face with having three trucks in your fleet, managing employees, equipment? Just dealing with day-to-day -day customer service, as much as it's rewarding, it can be a lot of work sometimes making sure everyone's happy. It is. And, you know, it all starts by making sure that the employees are happy. You got to make sure that you're, you have a team that is a team. You know, it's not about any one individual, you know, from our office to the drivers, we are and operate as a team. So everybody knows that they have their part and it's, we put such an important uh, emphasis on customer service. You know, if we get any questions, any feedback, we go back, we make sure that there's, you know, not a chance that they're not 100% satisfied. We want them telling everybody that they know what a great job we did. So I start, you know, it starts at the top. I push that emphasis. We want to have satisfaction, professionalism, safety. It's all, you know, top priorities here. And the guys just take care of business. That's awesome that you found employees that are dedicated to that. So definitely got to hold on to guys, especially like Tony, that he has customers texting him on the side. That's that's a pretty neat story. I haven't heard of that one just yet. Yeah. And 
as you've grown, you've got close to 100 five-star reviews on Google. How do you guys go about getting those reviews and keeping up with them? Um, I mean, they really are organic. We're not out there. I don't pay for any services to do that stuff for me. We really just leave it in their hands and people want, they feel like they're a partner with us. I mean, we are out there in the community as much as we can be connecting with people. And it's, they, they're always like, I just told a bunch of my friends. I just told my neighbors. It's great. You know, it's, it's so cool to see that organic growth and to have them going and posting it is, is just the extra step where you know that you really knocked it out of the park. Do you see that you have some referral programs within your company or is it just straight up just people saying, or do you offer any incentives for clients to refer your service? We don't have any referral program. It's uh, just basically them being very thrilled with the service and then spreading the word for us. That's awesome. What do you think are some of your best marketing methods? Do you guys do a lot of social media, every door direct mail, or is it truly just relying on word of mouth? It's mostly word of mouth. And that's what I did with my other business. I found that if you can offer a quality product and just go above and beyond what somebody's expectations are, then they will do the marketing for you. I mean, I pay for Facebook ads, but to be honest, we don't get as much as we used to with that. I don't know. I know that they have changed their stuff. You know, we get some from Google. We're we're definitely doing that stuff, but the predominant means that we get people is from their neighbors and from their family members and just hearing about us from them or seeing the truck. That's our biggest billboard. When we're in a neighborhood, people come out all the time and we are always picking up people on the routes. So we'll get a call from the guys. They'll call the office and the office will take the information right there and we'll get it taken care of right on the spot. The truck is definitely your rolling billboard. Once again, here inside of Trash Chatter, Victoria Conway alongside John from Eco Clean Can. He's in the south suburbs of Chicago. And speaking of the Windy City, John, you obviously have to deal with some cold temperatures. How does your company deal with cleaning year round? Do you clean year round? And how did you approach obviously starting a business that deals with water? How you were planning on running this? Yeah, I mean, we have a heated shop, so our trucks roll out. The water is, you know, not hot, but it's warm to start with. We don't operate in sub-zero weather or anything like that. But I've noticed that, you know, the weather, give or take a few weeks of the year, is weather that you can operate in. It's not the most fun time to work, <laughs> but, you know, if you uh, want to get out there and grind, you can do it. And the, the thing that we started uh, in 2019. And it was funny to me because when we stopped for the season, because we didn't operate year round that year, we were getting calls and the customers were like, are you sure it's not, you know, really that cold, (laughs) but it's pretty tough to call somebody and say, Hey, would you like to work two hours today? So I found that it was easier to retain employees and operate. If you can say, look, we're going to operate year round. You're going to have income year round. You're going to have all the benefits and stuff that you have here year round. So we're not going to be laying off. You can rely on this income. And really, we haven't had any problems. That's awesome that you're able to operate 12 months out of the year. I know that Ryan Deem also at Indianapolis very similarly, 12 months. And yes, if it's sub-zero, then they send out a reminder. Do you have a disclaimer or anything on your website? Or is it just that relationship you have with your clients? 
Yeah, it's just a relationship. And it is kind of funny because there were a couple of days where it was very, very cold in the morning and then it kind of warmed up. And some people texted like, are you sure you can't come up now? And I'm like, <laughs> come on, like you can wait. It's OK. We're going to be there next week. You know, it's not that to me, not that big of a deal. But I love that they love the service that much. It's kind of like, yes, you're texting me from your heated house. You want me to send a guy out there when <laughs> yes. it's a negative 10 degrees. It's a little bit of a different atmosphere, but that's that's awesome that you're able to operate 12 months. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges, obviously, income for your company, but also your employees. No one really wants to hear that for three-ish months of the year. They're not going to make money. So definitely incentivizes them to stick with your company. They're happy with what they're doing and signing people up on location, of course. Do you see that? when you hired people, were you trying to make sure that they also could sign people up on site or what were some of the traits you wanted to make sure you had within your employees? I mean, number one, I, I look at attitude. You know, if you got a guy that comes in with a smile on his face, you know, somebody that you can consider a friend, somebody that you can hang out with, like we have pizza Friday every Friday. <laughs> so I buy pizzas for the shop and we all kind of hang out, and have some food and you know, it's, it's good to have that camaraderie to where you can, you know, lean on each other and trust each other. And so I know that when they're out there, I trust them to be the face of the business. You know, my part in it is very small for, for all intents and purposes. There are the business, the office, the guys in the trucks, it's all really them. You know, I'm just kind of the the man behind the curtain, <laughs> you know, pre <laughs> well, pretending to be the, the wizard of Oz, but I'm just, you know, yeah, you're the, you're the leader behind the scenes, which is important. It's yeah. an important aspect for sure. Um, as you've grown, what do you think some of the misconceptions are about the industry? Well, number one, people don't realize just the amount of work it is. You know, with every day that you have to fill a schedule, you have a customer contact for those jobs. So when you're hitting the number of jobs we have, all of those jobs take time to communicate. You know, there's a lot of little things and nuances that people don't realize. It's not like a regular business. You have many jobs to fill the day. So there's, you know, and every job is different. You never know what you're going to run into at one stop. Sometimes it's one or two cans. Sometimes it's nine or 10 cans. You just really never know. So it's hard to gauge time and travel and, and really just the amount of communications and, you know, gathering the customer's information. We invoice, we have secure payment, uh, we send them a link for that. So, you know, there's just a lot of working pieces to it to make it all come together. Do you have any funny stories from your time in business with cleaning trash cans? Um, I don't know if they're so much funny stories. I mean, you always run in some some crazy cans and the, the guys come back. You know, my actually my Tony called me the other day and said, Hey, if you get a call, you know, just a heads up. The cans weren't at the curb, so I went and grabbed them, but they had an electric fence, so their dog came charging out at me. So he was had the cans blocking the dog as he was getting <laughs> to the curb. So it was kind of funny. I said, yeah, you know, that's going to happen out there, right? Oh, absolutely. We've definitely had some dog stories with our drivers, and they come back either cracking up or they're like, I did not know what this job entails. So that's why when we hire new people, we make sure they go on a route for a little bit because it's not for everyone. It's definitely one interacting with people. Obviously the bins can be a little nasty. So you got to have a strong stomach to be out in the field earlier, John, you mentioned your office staff. What does the behind the scenes look like at eco clean can outside from your drivers who are obviously kind of the face of your company? 
Yeah, I mean, I have Susie in the office. She's awesome. Always customer oriented, just super friendly, great communicator. And it's, uh, you know, that takes a lot off of me worrying about who's because the way you talk to people, you know, defines. So that's the very first interaction that they're going to have. So if that interaction starts on a positive, then they can only expect the rest of the interaction to go as a positive. And then once our guys are out there, you know, it's great. <laughs> we win because our we are so customer focused that they just love to talk about us. And people are like, you know, it's funny because they're like, my neighbor just called me and they said, I have to try this and I'm going to give it a shot and we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I'm very skeptical about this. No problem. Just give us a shot and we'll do everything we can to oversell or overachieve, I should say. That's awesome. And I think once once they see the truck roll up and they realize that this is the real deal, I think it kind of seals it for you guys on top of your customer service. So I'm glad to hear that from your office. Well, and the trucks are so cool. You. Like yeah. we get kids <laughs> coming out and we keep like these like little, uh, you know, stress, stress cans. So if any kids come out and want to check out the truck, we keep these on the trucks. We give them to them. We'll let them check the truck out and push a button. And, you know, they they love it. Yeah, we got, I mean, for those that are watching on YouTube, you can yeah. see we've got, we've got these everywhere. And even my little cousin, he's like, can I have these to like play with? Cause they've got the little wheels. So it's yeah. like a moving little truck. You know, Any way you can get your brand out there. It definitely helps people, especially kids when they point at the trucks. We had, we have a company there out of Virginia and they put an elephant on their truck and we were all looking at it in the shop. We're like, okay, this is interesting. Pretty simple wrap. And the gentleman came in and he said, no, when kids are driving, they're going to point and stare at the elephant and notice it and then tell their parents. And it, it works. You know, people just look for different ways to market and advertise. And that was definitely something unique that I think drew a lot of attention to their company and it's helped them so far. So I'm glad that you've got the little stress trash cans out there as like a giveaway for your for your clients and their kids. Yeah. Every time we see kids out there, we, we go ahead and give them to them and they love it. And the clients think it's super cool, too. Mm -hmm. Lastly, before we let you go, John, what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody that is deciding if they want to enter into this industry? I mean, personally, you gotta, you have to be committed to it and you have to sacrifice. You know, I think too many people jump in thinking that they look at the numbers, they see that you can see, you can do a cleaning relatively quickly, and then they just start dividing and saying, I could get this many done in an hour and I can get this many done in a day. And these are going to be my numbers. They don't factor in travel. They don't factor in any customer communication. They don't factor in taking the customer's information, any of the invoicing stuff. You know, there's a lot of moving parts that you really have to take a look at and be honest about. Be honest about your growth. You know, be honest about the amount you're willing to spend to attain the goals that you set. You know, where do you want to be in five or 10 years? Do you want to be there in five or 10 years? You know, there are some people, and I'm sure they're happy to just grab their truck and operate on their own. And that's great, you know, but set goals to that and know the amount of work that it's going to take for you while you're out there. What are your goals for EcoClean Can in the next five to 10 years? We're just looking to keep growing. I mean, we got uh, another truck on order. So then we'll be running with four. You know, there's days we can't, keep up with the amount of work that comes in. So we have to push them out and we'll get them the next week. But I, I see as this becomes more popular, there's going to be a lot more demand for it. It's, there are many who started, you guys started very early, your dad. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. he's built this up over the years. And there's a lot of guys that have been out there for a handful of years and they're starting to really see the benefits, the repeat customers, the name recognition. And there's a lot of people that are jumping into it, which is great because they are also out there promoting the service. So the more people that are getting into this, the more commonplace it's going to be. And rather than just that one person on the block having it, you're going to get half the block having it. So I see the growth as, you know, as much, as far as you want to take it. That's awesome, John. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, you've been a huge advocate for the industry. I know you talk to so many entrepreneurs and we appreciate it here at Sparkling Bins. Yeah, no problem. You guys are the best. The support, the company, top notch. You know, I mean, from the top, your father, to you, to everybody I talk to, David. I mean, there's no better company to do business with. Well, thank you, John. We appreciate that. If you would like to find out more information about Sparkling Bins, visit us at Sparkling Bins Business. And if you give us a call and say you listen to this episode of Trash Chatter with John from Eco Clean Can, send you out a free hat. Happy to chat with you about the industry. Once again, Eco Clean Can from the southern suburbs of Chicago. John, appreciate you. Thank you. Have a great day.